Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome to another chat show here on Buzzing Pattaya. And uh, to today, I thought, well, what I'll do is I get asked a lot of questions. Uh, people send me emails, private messages, etc., through Discord, and they ask me various questions. And, you know, listen guys, by no means am I an authority on this city whatsoever. I just happen to have lived here a few years. I've seen a few things going on here, and I've experienced some stuff myself. So I thought, well, you know, I'll try and answer these questions as best I can. So... What I'm going to do is instead of staring at me, and I know what you're thinking and I don't need to say it, uh, I will put some overlays over the top. This is just random footage. It bears no reference to the conversation we're having. It just gives you something to look at while I talk through the questions that I've been sent in. So as if by magic, let's do that bit. All right, so now I do get sent a lot of questions. So what I've done is I've picked out some of the more common questions and things I think that maybe you can help me with by answering in the comment section below and I can share what I think is my opinion. And it is just an opinion, guys. Please don't take this as an authority. It's just my opinion. So one of the questions I get asked is, Trev, how many lady drinks do I need to buy and are they alcohol? And, you know, what you've got to understand is Separate this alcohol thing. It doesn't have to be alcohol. You're not buying a girl a drink. You're paying for her time to allow her to sit with you whilst she's working. Because remember, these girls earn money by dancing. They earn money by getting drinks. They get commission on their drinks. So when a girl sits next to you, if she wants an orange juice or she wants a tequila, it's down to her. And it doesn't have to be forced on her that it has to be alcohol. And in many ways, you don't really want to be forcing alcohol on her purely for the fact, well, two reasons. One, you know, these girls work this system day in, day out, night in, night out. So it's not healthy for them. And also, if you do find you've got something in common with each other and perhaps you'd like to go off into the evening and go and explore the city together, the last thing you want is a girl on your arm that's trolleyed. So think about that aspect. What I would say to you, though, guys, is be very, very careful in, in terms of the drink. Now, you're going to get a very good indication as to where things go in terms of if a girl asks you for a drink and let's say she gets a normal glass, a normal, might be an orange juice, it might be a Sanson Coke, whatever she's choosing to drink, and it's in a normal glass, that's an indicator that she's quite happy to sit with you and to talk to you. If on the other side of the coin she orders a tequila and she just gets a shot and nails it, and then sits and looks at you, and you're like, wow, okay, well, that was uh, pretty quick. That's an indication that basically, in many ways, not all the time, but in many ways, she may be looking just to get as much drinks out of you as possible before she waves you goodbye and says, have a nice evening, and she carries on to the next customer. And, you know, without being rude or nasty or without trying to say things that are derogatory, remember, this is a business, guys. This is how the girls earn their money. So... When you do go into a go-go bar, most of the go-go bars uh, are very different in terms of the drink structure to the normal beer bars. But if you do go into a go-go bar, you know, look at the warning signs. Is it a tequila shot? What they'll also do is, oh, can can my friend have a drink? She hasn't had a drink all night. Don't get sucked into that routine, guys. It's just a play routine. They know what they're doing. They're working your bullet, and that's what all that matters is that they're trying to get as many drinks out of you as quickly as possible. So... Don't necessarily get hung up on the fact that it's non-alcoholic. Me personally, if I was to buy a girl a drink in a lady bar, in a girly, uh, a go-go, a lady bar, wherever, I truthfully would rather she has a normal drink than an alcoholic drink. 
but I'm more than happy to buy an alcoholic drink, but I'm not buying shots. I don't buy the shots. Simply because within a nanosecond it's gone, and then you've got the pressure of, oh, I have no drink. And, and they do the whole rubbing their throat thing. <laughs> oh, I need a drink. And you're like, do you know what? Let's just check in and get out of here. So the question to you guys is, what do you think? You know, when you go into the bar, what, what's your appreciation on the situation in front of you? Do you think, yes, I'll buy you a shot, or no, I don't want to buy you a shot, I'll buy you a proper drink, or do you say, do you know what, you can drink what you want, it can be alcohol, non-alcohol, how do you guys feel? But for me personally, non-alcohol's fine, normal drink is fine, shots is a no-no, and when they say to me, and they start rubbing their throat, oh, oh, and all that rubbish, and they say, oh, my friend over there hasn't got a drink, that's a check bin situation. See you later, I'm out of there, not interested. Next question I get asked a lot is, you know, you meet a girl and you want to go out for some food. Do the Thais like Western food? Now, I can only go by, for instance, like my wife. If I take my wife out for dinner, uh, she likes to eat fish and she likes to eat steaks. And the reason being is if you've ever had the Thai steak out here, it's like chewing your flip-flop. It really is tough. It's tough as old boots. So for me, when I go out for food with my wife, for her to have a nice steak, it really is a pleasure because she looks at the food, she enjoys it, she enjoys eating the food. It's a completely mile apart from the food that she's used to in terms of like the, the, the beef steak here in Thai uh, because it really is very, very tough. And those guys that have uh, eaten the Thai steaks, come on guys, back me up, what's it like? It ain't that good, is it? Let's be truthful. So... Normally the Thais will stick to their food and it's not because they don't want to experiment, it's because they know what they're eating in terms of the Thai food. It's not unusual for the Thai ladies to want to have French fries, you know, they'll they'll eat French fries, my wife likes French fries. Um, Like I say, like the steaks, the prawns, the uh, the fish, those kind of dinners that they're into. But if you said to her, look sweetheart, do you fancy a lasagna and chips? She doesn't know what lasagna is And, and rather than say yes and then not want to eat it and feel like she's wasted it, they'll generally speaking just turn that away and say, oh, I'm okay, I'll just have my Kapal WhatsApp and uh, that, that's fine for me. So remember, you know, you're coming here and they're not coming to you. So if you're coming to this country, mostly 99% of the time, the girls will prefer to eat their own tight traditional food rather than eating what we call the Falang food, the Western food. Having said that, If you do get a girl chip up to you and she says, yeah, I'll have ham, egg and chips, please, and two slices of bread and butter, well, the chances are that she hasn't just started working here and that she knows her way around the system. So, you know, use that again as a bit of an indicator as to how, you know, if you meet someone, oh, Tillet, I only start work here three days ago and can I have a beef stroganoff and a couple of dumplings? You're thinking, right, okay, well, that didn't quite work. How the hell do you know about that? So just use these kind of things Use these situations as a bit of fun just to experiment and to find out just how well the lady is in terms of how long she's worked here and how much she's integrated with a, with a European guy or a flang, as we are called. Now, on the subject, where to meet a normal girl? You know, the, the, the trouble is, guys, is you're coming to an area that's not really a normal girl area in many ways because obviously we're saturated with bars and go-go's and nightclubs, etc., so if you want to meet freelancers, uh, certainly the nightclubs, you may have a better chance. Um, it, it's, it's a difficult one because, you know, you'll ask a girl, where do you work? Oh, I work in the salon. Oh, really? Okay. And the salon is maybe, uh, maybe uh, Escape a Go-Go. But she's not going to tell you that she's just finished work 
and that she works in the go-go. It's very unlikely. So you are fraught with a bit of danger if you do go into the nightclubs. But at the end of the day, you know, listen, it's a bit of fun. If you're coming out here for a long-term serious relationship, then I would really seriously consider saying to you guys, probably this isn't your best fishing ground. Maybe go to the likes of like Konken, Udontani, Buriram, uh, Korat, you know, all these places away from this central hub of entertainment we have here. Simply because there is a much better chance of you finding a normal sort of, I don't want to say normal, that's an awful description, um, but more finding, say, someone that's more suited to a nine to five job rather than working in the nightlife industry. On the other side of the coin, guys, you know, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit now. You know, I always say to you, be very careful, be very wary of the situation, particularly if girls worked in the go-go bars for a long time or the beer bars. But, you know, everyone's entitled to happiness. It doesn't matter if she does work in there. If you can find the girl that you think is, you know, meets, you know, you've got a lot of things in, uh, in um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, bloody hell. Um, when, when you've got, oh, compatible, there you go. See, oh, I told you my words are crap. Uh, but when you find someone that's very compatible with you and you get a liking for each other, etc., it doesn't mean you can't have a future together. It just means you've got to be a lot more careful and you've got to have your guard up at all times. So, you know, please don't write the girls off. But in terms of people that are non-entertainment girls, you know, shopping malls, uh, go to festivals, go to nightclubs, go around the tie, the tie circuit, you know, forget all this rubbish about you're not welcome, you're welcome. You know, you can go to the Mukhtar's up on, um, on Paddy Adai on South Patea Road. You're more than welcome, guys. Don't, don't feel you're not. On the other side of the corner, just be a little bit more careful. But anyway, the point being is where to meet a normal girl is hard. I would advise against these dating apps because let's face it, the photos are photoshopped. The girl's telling you that she's 22 and really she's 52. You know, she says she's got no kids when really she's, you know, got four or five, whatever. You know, you really are opening up a can of worms. But in general, I would say go to the nightclubs, go to the shopping malls, go to places away from here, get yourself out of this city and go and look in normal everyday areas. Maybe uh, go down to a beach resort where girls are working as recep- uh, receptionists in the hotels, or maybe they're working as a service staff in a beach, uh, beach restaurant. You know, these are, these are a lot more, um, less likely to cause you heartache. Now this question, I get asked this question all the time, and it's an absolute mare of a question for me to answer. And it's, where is the best hotel to stay? I honestly can't tell you where the best hotel is, but what I can do is give you a couple of bits of advice. Regarding your hotel, you need to be honest with yourself. And that is in the fact of where do you get your hotel? Because what happens quite often is people say, right, where can I stay right in the middle of it all? Let's go to say LK Metro because there are rooms available in there. What you fail to think about, or maybe you uh, misread or don't think about or consider, is that you're in the centre of the hive of activity, meaning it's going to be loud and noisy all the way through the early hours of the morning. Now, if you're a light sleeper, is that necessarily what you want? Likewise, every single second of the day that you leave your hotel and every single second of the day that you're walking back to your hotel, you are going to be presented with many, many girls saying, hello, sexy man, come have a drink. Hello, hello. They grab you, they pull you. And after a while it does get a bit monotonous. It gets a little bit boring. So consider where the hotel is. Remember, you could be, let's just say, uh, at the far end of Beach Road, and you are literally a 50-bar bolt taxi away from the center of all the activity. 
But in terms of sleeping in hotel, you're a million miles away from it all. You could live a, you could live a happily ever after life in the hotel and not even know the nightlife existed. It's then in your onus to go into the, uh, into the zone rather than you staying in the zone. Also as well, think about the location. If you are right in the very heart of it, temptation is at your very fingertips in terms of not just the girls in the entertainment, but also drinking. You might have had a skin fall and you think, oh, no, I'm going to go home now. I've, I've had a nice evening. I want to go home and sleep it off. And suddenly you find yourself, oh, I'll just have one more. And one more becomes five. And suddenly it's like two, three in the morning, whatever. Then the next day you're going to wake up with a banging hangover and you're going to waste your morning trying to get over it, possibly the rest of the day if it takes you a while. You know, all of these things do come into play. So when you are looking at a hotel, don't be afraid to stay outside of the area rather than in the very centre. Now, on the other side of the coin, if you're a party animal, well then, yep, throw yourself in there, guys. Trust me, you are right in the right place because it's just going to be full on and you are going to have the time of your life. But regarding the best hotel... It really is more what you're looking for. When I go looking for hotels, um, I'm only there to sleep and to wake up and have my breakfast. The rest of the hotel is irrelevant because I want to be out exploring, seeing what's around me, finding new things. So for me, I don't really care. I want a comfy bed, I want a spacious room, and I want a nice breakfast. The rest of it doesn't matter. But we're all different, guys. So what I would say, please, if you could recommend a nice hotel that you think, you know what, it does this, Drop a comment below. You know, you could say like, I don't know, like Billabong, LK Metro, very busy, very busy, big rooms, cheap and affordable, whatever it is. Uh, But please drop a comment below, guys. How much money do I need? Guys, how long is a piece of string? What I would suggest is it's always better to bring too much money rather than not enough. You don't always have to spend it. And I know that's easier said than done, particularly if you get carried away in the motion of things and you're having a great time and, oh, it's okay. You know, what I would suggest you do is try to budget per day. So if you've got a set amount of money, divide it up by the number of days you're here and work to that budget. Some days you're going to overspend. Other days you can cut back a little bit, maybe have a relaxing day down on the beach in Jomtien or Pratamnak or Naklua or even on Patea Beach now. You know, you can always cut back and compensate if you've had a heavy night. I have seen, sadly, people come over here and they just blast through their money. They're here for two weeks and after the first week, they've done all their dough. And that's horrific because then you get into the situation where it's like phone calls back to your home country. Hey, guys, can you help me out? Can you lend me some money, please? You know, bank loans or whatever. These things happen quite frequently. And it's a real shame because it can spoil your holiday because at the end of the day, when you go back, you think, oh, my God, how much did I spend? And it's very easy to get carried away simply because you're in the heat of all the entertainment and all the action and you're just tossing money around. I would suggest one thing. Divide your money up. Bring your money out in your, in your wallet that you're allowing yourself for that particular day. Put a tiny bit of money maybe in a, in a back pocket, a different pocket. Separate your money. And that's your emergency fund. So if you do go through, you may think, God, how am I going to get home? Or I've got, I don't have enough money for this, bar, this bin that I've got to pay. You've got a little reserve fund, but try to be disciplined, guys. There's nothing worse than throwing away all your money in the first few days of your holiday and then sitting there thinking, what have I done now and I'm skinned. So bring what you can afford, divide it up by your days, work to that budget. Some days you'll go over, some days you can cut back, but try and give yourself a regular amount of spending money. You know that's where my budget sits. In terms of how much do you need to come out here and have a good time, if you want to come out here and live it up, you know, 10,000 baht a day, you're going to have a cracking time. Absolutely full-on cracking time, no doubt about that. 
For 5,000 baht a day, you'll have a great time. You'll have a good time, trust me. Um, you know, 1,000, 2,000 baht a day, you'll have a nice time. You won't be throwing yourself in the deep end all the time, but you know, you'll still have a good time. But for 10,000 baht a day, man, you're going to be bouncing off every wall we've got. Lastly, uh, people say, is it easy to get around the city? Absolutely, yes. You can walk. You know, on the map it looks quite big, maybe looks a little bit daunting, but this city isn't as big as it looks in terms of the city centre. If you want to go over to Naklua, to Jomtien, to Pratanak, well, of course you're going to need transport. But again, you know, we've got so many different options here. It's easy. We've got the motorbike taxi. If you use the motorbike taxi that's on the streets, you are going to pay more than if you download the app called Bolt. When you do go to the motorbike taxi on the streets, haggle. They are going to try and charge you the maximum amount of money they think they can possibly get away with, and you offer him half, and then negotiate between where, you, where he starts and where you start, and somewhere you'll get in the middle. But always haggle, guys. Don't be afraid to say, no, mate, that's too expensive. I'll give you this. So if he says it's 100 baht, say 100. No, I'll give you 50. He said, cannot give you 90. So I'll tell you what, I'll give you 75. Let's call it a day, and then off you go. But please, download the app called Bolt. And the reason I always talk about Bolt, I have absolutely zero affiliation with Bolt whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. But it tells the motorbike driver where you are. You can pinpoint on a map where you want to go to. It shows you his progress in, in terms of him coming over to you, and it is cheap as chips. And in, uh, if that's not a slang word you're used to, it's very, very cheap. It, it's not expensive. If you don't like riding on a motorbike, no worries. The Bolt application has cars. And very often, the car cost in a Bolt application is cheaper than a motorbike taxi on the street. So you can sit in an air-conditioned car, and you've got no problems whatsoever. All I will say about that is the traffic here can, not right now, can get quite bad. So be prepared to be sitting around in traffic a little bit. You might want to use the BART bus. The BART bus system, very famous here. It just goes around in loops. Stick your hand out. He'll pull over. Don't ask him how much. Just get on the bus. It's 10 baht. It's just 10 baht. Get on and go. And when you're near where you want to get off, press the buzzer above your head or on the side there. And he will pull over. Just put 10 baht through the window. Hand him the 10 baht. Don't ask him how much. And just walk away. You are good to go, fellas. No problem whatsoever. If you're not sure about the route and it suddenly does a, a right turn, as they can do on the second road, well, you know, don't worry. Just press the buzzer. Stop. Pay 10 baht. Go back onto the other side of the road and carry on again. It's costing you 10 baht. 10 baht. It's nothing. So, you know, utilize the, the, uh, the BART bus, it is there. But like I say, the Bolt system, for me, is a winner-winner chicken dinner. All right, so there's a few questions I've answered. These are the questions I commonly get asked. Please, guys, you know, put your input in. Share, share with me what you think. Like I say, I'm not an authority on this city. I just seem to know a few things about it because I've been here a few years. And these are just my thoughts. But if you've got other thoughts, please put them in the comments below. Share your experience. What do you recommend? What do you suggest? That's what is the beauty of this community and what makes Buzzing so special. All right, that's it for me. Thank you very much for watching, guys. Please, as always, remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Check out Discord. We're just stretching over 18,000 members now. And again, that's a fantastic resource for you to find all these kind of information, uh, answers to these questions, as well as lots of information. We put daily lineups in there. So if you are going out at certain bars, a lot of the bars now are getting into the, into the habit of posting their pictures for you so you know what girls are working in what bar right now so there's no mucking about. And uh, it's totally free of charge, guys. Just get on there. 
It really is a great platform. And if you'd like to support the channel and the work that I do here, there is a link down below. A membership here starts as little as 89 pence and is much appreciated. Your support helps me and it goes a long, long way. So thank you very much for considering supporting the channel. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much, guys. And wherever you are in the world, stay safe.